amazing how much can happen in one week. Even midweek, when I went to bed on Wednesday, no one was talking about a hurricane. And here we are, that for the past few days, we've all been a little frantic, just trying to get our plans together, making sure that we have enough supplies, enough gas in our car, making sure that our, our lawns and our, our property is all secure, figuring out our plans, where are we going to evacuate, are we going to stay, who are we going to stay with, not to mention all the other things that we already had planned for Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. And so we've just been a little frantic. And if you're anything like me, I, I found myself in the past few days just a little distracted. Like it was just a little more difficult to make God a priority. Unfortunately, it's been a little easier to cut corners in the prayer life. It's so easy to just kind of lose a grip on your spirituality in times where you have to be flexible and a little frantic. And so we've rushed up to this point, and now, now we're here. Now it's Sunday. The storm is almost here. At this point, we're all pretty much prepared, and after Mass, we're going to go home and bunker down. Until we lose electricity, maybe we're going to have a hurricane party. Maybe we'll cook. Maybe we'll watch some movies, spend some time with family. If we end up losing power, then we'll have to deal with that as it comes. But what's kind of nice is that we're kind of forced to slow down right now. And then come Monday and Tuesday, we'll get busy again, but in a different way, because now it's time to clean up. Now it's time to go out into our own yard, certainly rake the leaves, pick up the branches, repair any minor damages that we see. And please God, maybe not, but, but unfortunately there may be some more catastrophic damage somewhere nearby. And then it's time to rally the, uh, gather the troops and, and help each other, especially those most in need. And I know that, that we in Acadiana have a great history of doing this. We, we do a great job of coming together in times of crisis and serving those that need it. In fact, there's something about that spirit that drives us. Uh, many of us live for moments like this where we can go out and help others, and that's awesome. Because we do make our neighbor a priority in times of crisis. But sometimes in this frantic leading up to and then moment of, of waiting and bunkering down and then frantic afterwards, sometimes it can be easy for us to go an entire week, perhaps since this past Thursday morning and maybe until next Thursday, without praying at all. You can go a whole week without really connecting with God in a relational way. And that would be unfortunate. St. James kind of puts things into perspective for us this morning. I love St. James. His epistle in the New Testament is very straightforward and blunt. And he's writing this, this letter at a time where it's really common practice to make God a priority. Praise God. But St. James is critiquing his audience a little bit because although they, they got one thing right, which is the liturgical worship, 
although that all the people of God are coming on a regular basis to worship God together, what they don't, what they seem to not be getting right is their love of neighbor. And in addition, what they seem to not be getting right is their interiority, is their spirituality, is their personal holiness. And so at the end of uh, today's reading, right there, verse 27, St. James says this, that true religion, in addition to public worship like this, true religion includes two more things, and that is to visit the orphan and the widow in their affliction and to remain unstained by the world. In other words, translation, true religion, in addition to public worship, is this, acts of charity and personal holiness. Love of neighbor and sanctification. I believe that we, although similar to the, the audience that St. James is, is writing to, have a slightly different problem. I think we do a great job of loving our neighbor. Certainly we could always do better. Fine. But I think that especially in moments of crisis, we do a pretty good job down here. We do a pretty good job of looking out for one another and caring for each other, especially in times of hurricanes. We sometimes don't do as great a job of making public worship a priority. However, you have today. Praise God. And we're here today to, to pour out our whole, our whole selves, our, our hearts, our minds, our bodies, onto this altar on behalf of everyone in the path of Hurricane Ida. Certainly for ourselves, but, but especially everyone in that path. And, and that's our, our primary prayer today at this Mass. But the third, I believe, might be the easiest for us to neglect. And that's the personal holiness. That as we move on with our hurricane parties and kind of get down to business, helping each other um, repair and restore after the storm. It may be easy for us to neglect our spiritual lives. It may be easy for us to forget to pray. It may be easy for us to slip into the world and worldly thinking and forget that our holiness is important. And so just want to challenge us today. We have made public worship a priority. We will make our neighbor a priority, because I know we will. But I don't want us to forget our personal holiness. And so my question for you to just reflect on right now is, for the next couple days, what can you do to make your faith a priority? What can you do to make your holiness a priority? Everyone has a different situation, maybe a few ideas for you. Uh, maybe, maybe you can pray with your family sometime during the hurricane. Uh, maybe you can take a break from electronics before we lose power. Maybe you can set a time 
at the same exact time, today, tomorrow, Tuesday, and Wednesday, that would be the time for you to stop and pray. Maybe you can moderate your intake of food and drink for the next day or two. Certainly enjoy yourself, but, but what if we were temperate? There's a number of ways that we can make holiness a priority, but that's my challenge for us today. That we can make and regain our perspective, as St. James invites us to, of true religion, true faith. And that is worship, like we're doing now, serving our neighbor, like we will tomorrow, and personal holiness, like we commit to today. So as we continue with Mass, just invite you to join with me to pray for all those in the path of the hurricane, certainly offering up our whole selves on their behalf. Amen.